This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about the leadership of the B.C. Green Party here now. Now, Andrew Weaver the has stepped aside as the Green Party leader. The race is on to replace him. And we have our first contestant uh, to seek the leadership of the B.C. Green Party, Green Party MLA for the Cowichan Valley, Sonia Firstenau. And I'm very pleased to welcome her. Hi, Sonia. Thanks for coming on. Hi, Mike. Happy to be here. Okay, we uh, this has been called the worst-kept secret in B.C. that you're running for this job, but it's all official now, right? What's your message to Green Party uh, members out there? Well, the overarching message is that change isn't just possible, it's actually necessary, and we have to get working on the transition and transformation of our economy uh, into a 21st century world that we need to build right here in B.C. Okay, why do you want this job yourself? Hmm. Well, I think that uh, (laughs) there's an exciting prospect about being able to bring people together under the green banner and to help uh, share the fact that we stand for uh, a lot more than what we've been uh, often talked about. But uh, I'm excited to share a vision for BC that really is inclusive and exciting. It's about addressing the challenges we have and really recognizing the potential we have here in BC to be a leader on so many fronts. And I'm going to be working hard to, uh, to do that. What do, you, what do you say to some people who think the Green Party has been a little too close to the NDP and this minority government? I mean, we've had situations here now where the Site C Dam is being built. There's a massive LNG plant going to be built in Kitimat. There are other examples where maybe the Green Party didn't get what maybe members would like to see under this NDP government. Do you think the Green Party's been been tough enough with the New Democrats in this governing partnership, or do you, do you think as a new leader you might sort of drive a harder bargain with them? Well, I think starting from, you know, as three MLAs in the legislature, we have affected an enormous amount of change in B.C. politics, everything from, uh, you know, taking the lead by banning big money ourselves and seeing that happen in bringing that into legislation, uh, the lobbying reforms that we've seen, the initiatives on childcare that we've jointly worked with on the with the NDP, but also being the only caucus and really the only three members of the of the BC legislature that are standing up on issues like the LNG plant and the massive government subsidies to prop that up. On a day like today, Jeremy Rifkin's latest book is coming out to say, you know, this is absolutely the wrong direction to be taking economically. And he's projecting just a a vast number of stranded assets in the oil and gas industry even 10 years from now. We really need to be pivoting to a future economy that is rooted in renewable energy, sustainable industrial practices, and recognizing, you know, the backbone of the BC economy really lies in small businesses and on kind of innovation that we see in the high tech and the creative industry. Okay, well, if we are in a, I guess, a climate change emergency and and you are so opposed to the development of natural gas here in BC in this in this giant mega project with this LNG plant in Kitimat and the pipelines that are being built, why do you why do you continue to prop up the government? Well, I, I we hear a lot from members, and it's a very small number of members who who want us to see the 
bring the government down because there's a lot of other work that's going on. And the real question here is how does that serve the public? And, you know, we throw everything back to an election. You have two major parties in BC that have uh, committed to this outcome with LNG Canada. What we are going to put our energy into is bringing forward a platform with policies that BC citizens will be able to recognize as a real vision for the future. And between now and the next election, we will be assembling the most extraordinary candidates and putting together a vision that people will recognize is an exciting one for BC's future. Speaking to Sonia Furstenau, she is the Green Party MLA for Cowichan Valley, and she announced this morning she will run to be the next leader of the BC Green Party. Andrew Weaver had said in some of his year-end interviews, and I know you're very familiar with what, what is, his comments were here about the, the future leadership of the party, he said that, to quote him exactly, I think it would benefit the party to have a leader from the lower mainland. He said, I, I recognize our growth is limited unless we have a presence in the lower mainland. And that's something I hope the membership considers. Um, I mean, you're obviously not from the lower mainland. You represent a Vancouver Island riding. What do you think about his comments? So I think more important than where a leader is from, and, and as we know, the premier right now is from Vancouver Island, I think the most important think about is where can the leader take the next party in the next election and really the work of a leader is to recruit the most amazing team of candidates to build really strong relationships with stakeholders and with people who are deeply informed on policy that can be part of building our policy and platform we need to be able to inspire and energize grassroots organizers that are going to staff and volunteer our local campaigns and really put forward a compelling vision those things aren't determined by geography they're determined by what the vision is being brought forward i i guess that uh, and i've talked to weaver about this as well he seemed i guess he thinks that maybe there's a perception that the party is kind of in this southern vancouver island or greater victoria bubble where the where the three elected mlas including yourself are sort of from the south island and if you don't kind of break out of that bubble you're not going to expand the party's voter appeal how can you do that? How can you kind of mm. appeal to, appeal to voters sort of beyond what you've already achieved to this to, to this state? So it's a great question. And, and actually, the last three years, I have spent much of the summers traveling around to many communities all over B.C. And that deeply informs a lot of my views on policies and platforms that disconnect between decisions being made at the provincial level and communities feeling like they're not being listened to. I've heard from so many communities, for example, uh, outside of the Lower Mainland that are trying to move forward with really innovative ideas, particularly around renewable energy projects, around wanting to have more community forests so that they can determine how those forests are managed and be able to supply local mills like we have in the Kootenays, the Kolesnikov Mill, which is doing value added. Uh, and so I, I have been building relationships and listening in those communities. And in, in terms of the Lower Mainland, absolutely we need to expand uh, what we're discussing about uh, when it comes to issues for the Lower Mainland. We need to look at transit infrastructure as a, a deep need uh, in the Lower Mainland, as well as the affordability crisis. And we know that the housing homelessness crisis and opioid crisis con continues to rage, and those are going to be priorities for us. Okay, if you do become the new leader of the BC Green Party, and clearly you're the front runner for the job here, I think at this point, would you continue 
the governing arrangement with with the NDP and guarantee that you would continue to vote to keep the John Horgan government in power? Or do you think maybe it's time for a rethink of that? Or or do you keep the do you keep Horgan in power all the way through to the fall of 2021? So I'm one of the 44 signatories to the Confidence and Supply Agreement, and I was also part of the negotiating team that that put that agreement together. Of course, we are committed to adhering to the commitment that we made in that agreement. We're also very committed to working over the next year and a half to put together an extraordinary team of candidates and a vision for BC that will be uh, responding to what we see uh, as as problems with how the NDP and, frankly, also how the Liberals chose to uh, govern. And we are absolutely committed to bringing that vision forward and a slate of candidates that will be incredible. Do you think that, I mean, right now you guys have got, I guess, kind of like a detente with the NDP right now, but once you get into an election campaign, I would think the Green Party is obviously a threat to the New Democrats. We've seen some of these elections get nasty in the past, if you're the leader of the party, you're ready for a fight with Horgan. <laughs> yeah, we're ready for everything, and we're really proud of the record that we have the last uh, two and a half years of the caucus and the four years that Andrew put in before that. The Greens have demonstrated that even a small number of us can make an incredibly huge difference in BC politics. We will continue to do that, and we will show that we are an absolutely important and necessary alternative to the two parties. Uh, that are really stuck in backward-looking approaches to economics, to resource management, to solving the inequality crisis, and to recognizing that things that we need to invest in, like education from the youngest years to the postgraduate, is really the backbone of, of how to have a, a thriving, successful province. Watching your, your campaign very closely, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks so much, Mike. Great to speak with you. I thank you very much. That is Sonia Furstenau. She is the Green Party MLA for the riding of Cowichan Valley. She announced this morning that she will seek the leadership of the BC Green Party being vacated by Andrew Weaver. So she is the first declared candidate for this job. I suspect there will be others that come forward, but I think you got to probably put her down as the betting favorite or the or the at least the front runner now.